Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Instant Reaction Podcast uh, here on the Crowncast for the Charlotte FC versus the LA Galaxy home inaugural match. And I can absolutely say uh, my name is Logan as the host, and I was there at the game. I saw it live. I was a part of the absolutely raucous crowd. They, if there had been a roof on that place... We did not score a single goal. We barely saw sight of the goal, and we would have blown it off. Ladies and gentlemen, a new MLS record right out of the gate, 74,468, somewhere in that neighborhood. Someone will correct me. I'm sure that's not exactly right. But we did. The number early in the broadcast was 74,459. I think that's close enough to 68 that we can probably call those those nine people a wash. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, nine people definitely wandered in off the street by accident. <laughs> uh, so that voice you hear, that beautiful voice, is Justin, who is with me as always. Hello, Justin. Hey, Logan. It's uh, a beautiful evening. It's it's a beautiful first match for Charlotte, although the scoreline does not necessarily uh, reflect that beauty. Oh, it hurts us, doesn't it? It hurts so much. And we'll get to the goal in a little bit, um, but I am going to throw you a little bit of a, a curveball here. I know we've discussed some stuff, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the order a little bit on you tonight, just because I don't want you to get too comfortable. You know, if you get comfortable, <laughs> the viewers get comfortable. And that's no good. You know, we want everybody to be on their toes. So, my uh, request for you is we're going to do our regular uh, who passed our eye test and who didn't. And this is going to be a hard one because I have two and I am still struggling. (laughs) Uh, And then then we're going to end on a really quick note of just final thoughts. So we're going to skip our sort of like overall we're just going to do that at the end instead we're going to make it a final thoughts for this podcast uh and i am going to jump right into it justin do me a favor i have two people who were standouts for me who passed my eye test please take one of them so i don't have to choose (laughs) well not knowing who uh you have chosen i'm gonna go i think for for in my position the i think easier one uh we got a chance for the first time to see carol swiderski on the pitch in a match that matters for charlotte fc and compared to the first match uh against dc united i thought that that while we didn't necessarily finish the chances the cutting edge looked sharper with swiderski on the pitch you know there's there's movement there's activity there's pressure on the back line that i didn't think was there in the first uh in the first match Still maybe a little lacking in the service from the midfield, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think a lot better um, possibilities opening up. There was some close control that I thought was really good. There was, uh, from a corner up, what I thought was a great knockdown header at the back post by Swiderski uh, that just no one was able to to follow up on and get a boot to. But but I was really impressed uh, now that his uh, visa issues are, are fixed. Uh, you know, I, I think we've got an opportunity now to see Swiderski play a little bit more, mm-hmm. get into a little bit better rhythm, hopefully, and, and I think maybe finish some of those opportunities. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fantastic shout-out. Swiderski, yeah, 
I mean, we, we sort of talked about this a little bit earlier on. He came in to be the, the guy, right? He came in to be the guy who we could look to at the top and say, bam, this is going to work. And uh, and it started to look like it worked, right? Uh, Swiderski Starting looked, to get there. Yeah, Sw- yep. Swiderski stepped up and said, hey, I'm going to be a target man. He was the one running after those balls. He was the one really challenging in on all sorts of uh, sort of different attacks. And I think that's a yeah. fantastic shout out. Um, there was a, there was in particular an attack. Jordi Reyna uh, uh, picked it up and, and got into a good position on the right wing and inexplicably sort of chipped the ball across the face of goal rather than sort of fizzing it across the, the front. Yep. Uh, keeping the, the centering pass a little bit lower. I think if he keeps it lower, you know, I think Swarderski was in a spot to slot that away. So, uh, yeah. you know, he's he's in dangerous areas. The service, you know, although I, I did think, again, uh, uh, Jill, uh, Jill and Lindsay did a great job attacking on that, you know, from that right back position. And his service, you know, again, oh, not necessarily yeah. the midfield connecting, but his service was solid off of that right uh, right back spot. I'm absolutely going to agree with you. And, uh, you know, I think that our statement over Swiderski is pretty clear. The guy's clearly talented. Uh, he is clearly somebody who's comfortable up there in the front of the line. We're going to have to give him some support so he doesn't feel like a stranded island out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but otherwise i think that we can see the innate talent that sits in him and the fact that he could probably be a very good player in this league um if we give him the right tools he's gonna go out and he's gonna get goals uh in game two we can see that already yep uh i did leave you the prohibitive choice though for man of the match to to talk about so yeah see i i appreciate you're doing that but unfortunately of the the two people that are are sort of deep set in my heart right now you did not pick either of the two. Oh, i know um i i honestly i think you did that on purpose which <laughs> uh well done first and foremost and also what a terrible move uh it's the kind of friend i am logan <laughs> and boy am i happy to have you but uh so that leaves me with the enormously challenging task of choosing between Jalen Lindsay, who, in my opinion, lit up the field tonight, uh, and uh, our keeper, uh, Kalina, who I have shouted out before, but man, that guy looks hard to beat in goal. And I am going to, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I saw this live, I was at the stadium. So I don't always have the benefit of replays to really see exactly who it was that dug into what challenge. But at around the 26-minute mark, uh, we had a defensive positioning where they had attacked up their left side. And their attacker was just full-out blasting to the ball. You know, I'm going to get this. I'm going to give it everything I've got. And our defensive uh, position was quite good. And I believe it was Jalen Lindsay at this point on that 26-minute mark who stuck his foot out on the ball and just very collected, very cleanly took this right off of the defender who slid in. And the defender, obviously, having used everything in his tank, fell to the ground defeated. And Jalen Lindsay just stood there, very composed, very like, yeah, I'll handle this all day, buddy. And 
I was right there. I got a very clear view of it. And I swear to you, he looked dead at the eyes of this attacker who had fallen on the ground, still standing, having blocked his cross, and said, stay there. Yep. I, uh, I saw it from home. I saw it in the replays. And, and he was very confident in his abilities against, if I'm remembering correctly, I, I believe it was Chicharita Hernandez who was attacking down that flank. I... And Lindsay positioned himself. And, and Chicharito is a dangerous goal scorer. He a dangerous is. dribbler in the box. And very composed. He absolutely is a dangerous goal scorer. And I am here for this. I am here for this all day and all night and all season. This is the stuff that makes fans jump out of their seats. It is the I am here for the fight. I am up for this. And... For a good performance all around, for again being the local boy who we've now shouted out twice in a row, uh, yeah. when we had questions in the beginning, for being the local boy who clearly now looks at home, how much more can I say about Jalen Lindsay? He's I mean, a kid, and very he, impressive play. He is lighting it up. I mean, yeah. do, do you have anything you want to? add on to that to set the fireworks off bigger i mean you know i mentioned it earlier i think his delivery again you know he's not delivering sort of from the end line he's not getting very advanced you would expect like the way you would expect a wing back but from sort of that that three quarters you know 30 yards out from the the end line he's swinging in dangerous crosses in attack and still tracking back incredibly effectively like you said so you know, yeah. I, um, it, of our back line, I, I thought Karua did a, a, a admirable job in that sort of interior right back role. Uh, I thought Christian Fuchs is always going to give you a great, reliable performance. But I expected Fuchs to be the standout along the back line. And, and Lindsay, for me, has absolutely been the standout of that back five at the moment. Oh, yeah. Just showing things that I, I don't think anybody expected of the young kid that he is. And by all means, keep bringing it. Keep yep. all, all day, all night. We, the fans, will be here right behind you because, wow. Just just wow. That that moment live that said, I'm here for this. I am, I am behind the badge of CFC. I am up for the fight. I don't care who it is. And if you want by me, you're going to have to work for it. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I am a Jalen Lindsay fan. Absolutely. I, I don't think there's a all, way you take me away from that now. All, all of this about the, the performance is the Swiderski, you know, I, I thought looked great. I thought Ben Bender looked really good in his, you know, substitute appearance. I thought Lindsay was phenomenal. Bender's a My great man show. of the match is Christian Kalina because without Kalina in between the sticks, that's a 5 0 loss. There, there were some absolutely astonishing saves yeah, uh, from Kalina, one on ones against Chicharito. You know, uh, uh, long-distance shots that could have caught him flat-footed, and he managed to get a hand to it. Uh, thought he did a phenomenal job, and, and I just didn't want uh, Christian Kalina's efforts in, in goal to be ignored. And have to be careful because, you know, you, f you forget how many Christians we've got uh, yeah. on the squad right now between Christian McCoon, Christian Fuchs, Christian uh, Kalina, and, uh, you know, T.D. Ortiz, uh, Christian Ortiz. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, you know what? A lot what? of them in that starting eleven. My 
my statement here is I, I absolutely felt he deserved a shout out enough so that I kind of cheated and, and made two <laughs> I pass test players. Um, but uh, he absolutely did. And you, uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm, I'm in such a jubilatious mood. I have enjoyed tonight so much. I'm going to go ahead and give us another one. Are you okay with that? I mean, are you, are you going to yeah. be offended if I call out somebody else? Uh, you, you already shouted him out, and that's Ben Bender, uh, another yep. kid who came on the field tonight and in, the, in front of 74,000 however many fans said, I don't care how big the occasion is. I don't care what, you know, what the team in front of me is. I'm going to come on, and I'm going to make a difference. And he looked as sharp as sharp gets. Um, yeah, I, the midfield looked better with Ben Bender on the field. Uh, you know, he's he's a more composed player, I think, than, you know, T.D. Ortiz is the player that he came on for. And, and while I think there's some explosiveness from T.D. Ortiz in both positive and negative ways, because I think there's a couple of times now where we've seen T.D. Ortiz, maybe you talk about Jalen Lindsay comes with the right kind of fight, the right kind of intensity. Maybe T.D. Ortiz is coming with the wrong kind of fight and the wrong intensity. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think Ben Bender came on and it's a different presence. He's he's taller. He's a little bit more lithe than, than uh, Christian Ortiz, but he looks more confident with the ball at his feet. And I think it's what the midfield was missing through a lot of the first half is that player that can accept pass. You know, Christian Fuchs does a very good job of distributing from the back. Uh, Christian Kalina did a good job well, today of distributing may, from the back. We may argue the the Christian Fuchs point later, but we'll save that for the main pod. Uh, hmm. There, there were good and bad from from Fuchs tonight, yeah. but but you know, I think what we have been missing uh, is sort of that ability to take the pass into the midfield, turn, and progress the ball a little ways before it's time to to make the next pass and really find the next available player. I think. There was a lot of, you know, we're, we're kind of playing the one-touch passing back and forth from the defensive line to the midfield and back. Yeah, and I will, I'm going to sort of sort of curb us off of this here because there's a lot of really good that you're getting onto and, and I want to dive into properly. So I don't want to half do it here and then not do it later. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn this around and I'm going to go ahead and take first on my player that did not pass my eye test and damn it feels like i'm i'm <laughs> it feels like i'm beating up on the same guy but but the same guy just isn't getting it done and that is Jordi Reina i i i spent a lot of today really trying to to eyeball Jordi Reina and what he was doing and keep in mind, I am not a professional, right? I'm a guy with a microphone who watches way too much football. Jordi Reyna does a lot of things really well in the middle of the field. And as a result, it is very often Jordi Reyna who gets the ball at the moments that matter, right? He is just not achieving the moments that matter um and when you are a focus point when you are a 
primary piece of the puzzle that is designed to be reached in the moments that matter, you have to complete the moments that matter. And while I appreciate how much good he's doing moving up the field, and I think I'm one of the few, I mean, I will tell you, inside that ground, Yordi Reyna's name was not a popular one. Well, I'm one of the few who I think has the the willingness to, to look back at the good that is happening. He has to start finishing. He has yeah. to start delivering on good, clean balls on time. Because yeah. it, it, this fan base is going to turn against him. And I don't want that. Not for a player as good as he is. But right now, he's not passing, not just mine, anybody's eye test. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, the the sort of burst 45 yards out from goal looks great. There were there were a lot of times where, you know, the ball coming his way and, and a little bit of burst, uh, a little bit of action, especially very early in the match, where I thought the first 15 minutes we, we really had LA pinned back and had some good chances. Um, but... His passing's not there. Uh, I mentioned earlier his decision to chip across the face of goal instead of sort of fist the cross in. Uh, the finishing's not there where, where Jalen Lindsay had, I thought, a great in-swinger, uh, uh, you know, cross coming in. And Jordy just couldn't get a clean head on it, even though he was sort of dead center on goal, and instead drove the ball into the turf, allowing for a goal line clearance by L.A., you know, early in the match had an opportunity i think if yordy can get clean contact on a good cross where he is unmarked and it it is where he's unmarked unmarked. Uh, we're up one nil early in the match instead he drives it straight down it spikes almost straight back up and there is just tons of time for la's defense to get back beating the keeper everything done all of the hard work and can't do the easy piece uh, I... And it's frustrating to watch. It's frustrating as a fan to see good chances wasted that way. Yeah, and I will. I'll. I'll step back a little bit because like, these are instant reactions. I just left this match. Justin just got off watching it. We are still in our emotional. You know, we haven't had time to go back and look look at replays. And I will still step back a little bit, and I will say, look unmarked headers in the box one-on-one with the keepers are traditionally about a 0.5 xg meaning Mm -hmm. one out of every two of them goes in right we can't and i don't want to as a fan base kill this guy because because he didn't make one right we all we all make mistakes but the chances are starting to come for Jalen Lindsay, and i am not for Jalen Lindsay, uh for yordi reyna and I am torn whether I want to applaud him for the chances he's getting or ask for more from the fact that he is not doing much of anything with much of any of them. And and right now I'm leaning towards the latter. Uh, does that, does that feel unfair? No, I think it's perfectly fair. I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see if he can hold off what I think has to be a good challenge from Daniel Rios uh, to to kind of take that we're going to pair with Carol Swiderski up, you know, up top in the attack because 
Uh, Rios also kind of missed a, a header chance late in the he match, did. but I think he brings a little bit more potential, at least, than than Yuri Reyna does. I think that um, we kind of we may know what we've got with Yuri Reyna, unfortunately. Yeah, and uh, and I I don't think there's much to say. I don't think it's I don't no. think we want to sit here and dig into this guy. I hope he comes good. I hope you know we're in the early season and. Everybody goes through runs of form, and that's what I'm gonna say. I hope this is well, a down run of form. Uh, yeah, and and even if even if you know something happens that Daniel Rios is, is identified as the the person going forward to start, every team needs a great super set. Every team needs those people on the bench that you can throw in and, and get that action. And I tell you what, the first 15 minutes, like I said, a lot of energy out of Yordi Reyna and. Maybe those chances are a little cleaner and a little easier to finish if it's the last fifteen minutes. If if Jordi Rain is a super sub. Oh, that's true. I would not. I would not see a. Actually, let's let's take a note of that because I really like the idea of Jordi Rain as a super sub, and I would love to explore that later on. Uh, yep. For now, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it back to you, and I'm gonna ask the question: Your player who didn't pass the eye test for you tonight. So so I have sort of one and a half. One that that I just. I see what for you're somebody doing. who played sixty minutes, I have no memory of Brent Bronico. Ah, wow, that is an interesting shout out. I didn't even think of it. It's just it, he's playing in the center of our midfield, and again, I said there's not a lot of of connection right now between the the back line and the attacking. And I think that when you talk about that, you you got to talk about is is Brent Bronico doing his job and. You know, is that something that before long, you know, whether it's him or, or TDRTs or somebody like that, but but is Ben Bender taking that's those spaces? Um, so I, you know, I wanted to mention the Brent Bronico. I, I just I didn't really see a lot out of him. So I have to ask, but I have to ask: is is Bronico going to be your your one, or is Bronico going to be your point five? Bronico is my point five, actually. Okay, I am because... I am concerned about what you're going to say about the number one because I feel like you. <laughs> You you went ahead two footed into. <laughs> I I know uh, it's it's pretty harsh, but but I think I'm going to be even harsher again. I thought that Joseph Mora, at left back, had a howler of a match. It, it just, I I thought all of the effective attacks from LA came on their right wing, the area that, that Mora is supposed to be defending. I don't think he closes down well in defense. I thought in that space where he sort of needs to be stepping up and making the challenges early. That's where, you know, the the looping shot that almost beat Kalina at the back post and instead came off the crossbar. That's where that came from. Uh, that's where the, the I mean, the stinger that Kalina had to palm wide came from. And then in attack, if you're, if you're going to be a sort of a left wing back in a back five, you know, you do have those defensive responsibilities. You also have a responsibility to get forward in attack. And every effective attack I saw from Charlotte tonight came from Jalen Lindsay in the right way. I would agree. I, I, if there was an attack that came down the left, it was route one football. And it was a ball over the top that, you know, whether it was Jordi Reyna or, or Carol Swiderski up front had, you know, a half chance to get on to, had a, a funky knockdown. Uh, you know, managed to beat somebody out for a header or something like that. But, like, I thought Joseph Mora just really had 
you know, where, where Bronico had a relatively anonymous match, I thought Mora had a bad match. Oh, see, I, I'm actually so now that this is one of this is why I love the fact that I'm watching it live and you're you're not. Oh, well, I'm we're both watching it live, but I'm watching it in person, is because I did not see that during the match, but I consistently saw Christian Fuchs having to come over and cover for Moira's weaknesses. Yeah. I consistently saw Christian Fuchs on the left side of the field. I mean, the touchline left side of the field. And I wondered the whole game, why is Christian Fuchs over there? Why is he consistently over here dealing with things? And I think there was an event where Christian Fuchs legitimately pushed Mora out of the way in order to deal with a ball. And, wow, that's, that, that is a fantastic shout. Uh, it was it, – and, and it's – I think all of it is exacerbated by the play of Lindsay on the right wing because we're getting good play off of one wing. But if you're only getting good play off of one wing, it becomes very easy for the defense to start overloading that side. And and if you're getting poor defensive play on one wing, it becomes very easy for the opposing team's offense to start overloading that side. And I think that's what we saw. I think we saw that pressure coming you know, out of that right wing side. And, and that's where the more dangerous, you know, setting aside the fact that the goal came on the other side of the, uh, you know, on the other side of the attack, but, but the majority of the danger in the match, the majority yeah. of the work that Christian Kalina had to do. And, and, you know, I hate to keep calling out our back line. Previously I've called out Christian McCoon and I didn't think he had a terrible match. I, I didn't think he was particularly great either, but, Mora was just really poor in this one for me. And, um, you know, again, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, you talked in our last podcast about Yordi Reyna at 28. Is he, you know, maybe a little past where he needs to be? Mora's 29, which for a defender is not particularly old, but for a wingback, it's really kind of pushing the upper edge. So. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the answer there is. I don't know if the answer is a back four and just, just leave Fuchs as, as just the left back. Yeah. Uh, but I, well, I was really go, disappointed in Mora. Yeah, let's go into possible uh, solutions for this a little bit later because, yep. you know, uh, again, I, I do think that's a great shout-out. And we're going to make this last bit really quick. We're gonna just going to tack it yep. off, and that is – you get one sentence, two sentences if you're willing to bribe me. <laughs> what are your final thoughts on the match? Uh, the word that springs to mind, I love the experience, is poor finishing and poor officiating. Yeah, I think, I think that, you know, I think we leave the listeners with that because it says a lot. And... I think what I'm going to leave with is uh, 99% of the time, my final thoughts will be about really about what happened on the pitch. And today I'm going to switch that up and I'm going to say my final thought is what a show. That's it. I mean, the the whole experience being in the ground, if you were one of the 74,000 fans there, 
74.4 thousand fans there by god you left with a show and uh charlotte football club asked us if we were ready to party and they brought it absolutely brought it uh so whatever happened on the pitch tonight it was an incredibly successful inaugural opening inaugural opening we we smashed the record and uh, we take that with a win and we go on yep well i think we are going to call it there uh for tonight uh justin thank you so much for your time thank you logan and as ever ladies and gentlemen and now officially we are seventy-four thousand strong we thank you good night night